Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Welcome to the No Spin News, Thursday, February 8th, 2024. Stand up for your country. We don't usually do personalities on the No Spin News. It's always related to some kind of policy that affects you and your family. It's where I try to keep it in that zone. I'm not interested in harpooning people like a lot of the uh, Internet uh, personalities are because they get headlines doing that. I don't really like to do that so much. If a person deserves it, then I will go and at least tweak them. And we're going to do that tonight with uh, Abby Phillip of CNN. And you probably never even heard of this woman. But boy, the audacity of her. And I will get to that. But the reason I'm giving you this intro is because I'm going to do the Talking Points memo right now on Tucker Carlson and Putin. Here we go. So today on uh, TuckerCarlson.com, there's going to be an interview. Mr. Carlson spoke with Vlad the Terrible, Putin, in Moscow earlier this week, and that's going to be posted. Um, Do I have a problem with that? No. If I got an invitation to go to Moscow to interview Vlad the Terrible, I would go. I would check my flight patterns. (laughs) I might take a train from St. Petersburg or wherever, but I would interview Putin. I'd interview Hitler. I'd interview Mao, Stalin. Okay? I am a journalist. If Putin's going to sit there and consider my questions, I'll, I'll fling them. Now, Tucker Carlson is a Putin fan. I don't know why. 
I don't particularly care why. It's his opinion that Putin's not that bad. I think Putin's a war criminal, a mass murderer, who has absolutely no morals or scruples whatsoever, is a heinous dictator. So my opinion of Putin is exactly the opposite of Mr. Carson's, but that's fine. That's what we do in America. To refresh on Putin, here's what Carlson said two years ago. Has Putin ever called me a racist? Has he threatened to get me fired for disagreeing with him? Has he shipped every middle-class job in my town to Russia? Did he manufacture a worldwide pandemic that wrecked my business and kept me indoors for two years? Is he teaching my children to embrace racial discrimination? Is he making fentanyl? Is he trying to snuff out Christianity? Does he eat dogs? These are fair questions, and the answer to all of them is no. Okay, so um, a couple of things about interviewing Putin and the others I mentioned. You are never going to get a straight answer out of them, never. You know that going in. Okay, now I'll tell you how I would interview Putin uh, after we get through with the ideology that we're going to deal with in a moment. But everybody knows that. I'm sure Carlson knows that he's going to ask a question, Putin's going to lie, evade, spin, or whatever. I mean, he's not going to give you an honest answer. But that doesn't mean you don't interview him. Okay? All right. So the left, who hate Tucker Carlson, irrationally, in my opinion, and they hated me, um, but there was probably a little bit more reason to hate me than Carlson. I'm a little bit more um, journalistically centered. And Carlson's a personality. I, always, I said to a radio guy today, he's the best marketer in the world, Tucker Carlson. He makes me look comatose. That's how good he is in marketing. Okay, so for some reason, the left objects to this interview. Go. But I think what's really important to know is Tucker Carlson suggests that the American people, the rest of the West, don't understand Putin, don't understand the Russian military action, the war, the invasion. Well, again, that's clearly untrue. Tucker Carlson is getting exactly what he wants. Attention. He's in Russia interviewing Vladimir Putin. Ever since Tucker Carlson landed in Moscow, the state-run media has really said it all. They've treated him like a true celebrity, down to the details about, uh, you know, when and how he charged his cell phone. They ran video of Carlson eating at a fast food joint. And the fawning goes both ways. So what? <laughs> I mean, it's not like Carlson makes policy. All right? I mean, what are these people so upset about? They should be upset about the open border. They're not. Okay, they're upset about Tucker Carlson. It's ridiculous. Okay, so how would I interview Putin? I would present to him certain facts, which he would deny. But that doesn't matter. I would get the facts out to him. And you would see, express. he's basically an expressionless person. But I would go, Boom, 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 boom. What do you think about that? I wouldn't say, did you do it? Did you not do it? Because I know he's going to die. What do you think? What about this? That's how you do it. The best interview of a heinous villain in the history of television was done by Mike Wallace 
with the Ayatollah Khomeini. You can see that on the internet. You should watch it. Wallace knew that the Ayatollah, a terrible villain, awful, was going to answer his questions. So what Wallace did was he sat there and he threw insults at Ayatollah Khomeini said by others, particularly the president of Egypt, Anwar Sadat. Remember the famous line goes, forgive me, mom, these are not my words. And then he quoted Sadat saying, hey, you're a complete violent lunatic. And you could see the evil in Ayatollah Khomeini's face. Soon after, Sadat was assassinated. Just so you know. All right. So you can interview these people, but you have to do it in a certain way. Um, I don't particularly care about what Putin does or says. I know Putin. I know what he does. Uh, I don't need to hear propaganda from anybody. But I don't think it should be shut down. And I don't think Carl should be personally attacked for doing it. But the left, they're so intolerant, it's unbelievable. So the best is CNN. Oh, boy. I mean, talk about hypocrisy. There's a woman over there named Abby Phillip. She's one of their hosts. Committed leftist. Okay, here's what she says about Carlson. Go. Tucker Carlson is not a journalist, not even close. And his former employer in a court case actually agreed, quote, the general tenor of the show should then inform a viewer that Carlson is not stating actual facts about the topics he discusses and is instead engaging in exaggeration and non-literal commentary. So this is rich coming from that woman. Last September, on her program on CNN, she put on a montage of what she feels are extremist people. Roll the tape. Maybe uh, tomorrow he says he's going to transition to a, a woman. Better yet, maybe a black woman. Maybe <laughs> even better, uh, a half black, half uh, Pacific Islander. Something like that. Slaves that worked there were well fed and had decent lodgings provided by the government. How did we wind up with a country in which feminists do science? Okay, so my part, I'm going to quote it again. Slaves that worked there were well-fed and had decent lodgings provided by the government. So according to Abby Phillip, that makes me a slave justifier. That's why she put it in. Here's what I really said. Go. In 1800, President John Adams took up residence in what was then called the Executive Mansion. It was only later on they named it the White House. But Adams was in there with Abigail, and they were still hammering nails. The construction was still going on. Slaves that worked there were well-fed and had decent lodgings provided by the government, which stopped hiring slave labor in 1802. However, the feds did not forbid subcontractors from using slave labor. So Michelle Obama is essentially correct in citing slaves as builders of the White House. Absolutely 100% accurate. I was giving a history lesson because Michelle Obama had said slaves built the White House and a lot of people were criticizing her for it. But what she said was accurate. So you saw now what I said. You saw what Abby Phillip took out of that to make me look like a racist. 
How despicable is this? This is worldwide TV now. This is beyond despicable, beyond anything that I've seen in quite some time. And so my lawyers wrote a letter to CNN and Abby Phillips saying, hey, need to apologize and explain why you did what you did and tell the audience a bunch of bull. They wouldn't do it. Wouldn't do it. Yet Abby Phillips has the gall to say that Tucker Carlson is not a journalist, not even close. You shouldn't be on television, madam. You're a fraud. You're a complete fraud. And that's CNN. Just so you know. All right. So with the Carlson interview, you can take it or leave it. I'm probably not going to watch it, but I'll get a transcript of it. I'll know what's said and how it's said. And then if a portion of it interests me, then I will. Okay, but it's not Carlson that I want to watch. He's entertaining. But Putin, as I said, you don't want to sit there and watch this mass murderer lie? Not particularly. But I don't object that it's on. And that's the memo. All right, uh, Joe Biden's schedule. I don't know what he's doing in Virginia. He went down there with a schmooze fest with the House Democratic Caucus to do something in Leesburg. I have no idea what it is. It's not doing the people's business, obviously. He doesn't do that anymore. He just raises money and schmoozes with Democrats. Um, cognitive decline. So I said uh, on the radio today on WABC, with Sid in the morning, I do that every Thursday, and it's posted on BillOReilly.com. I said, in my world, no one would tell me that the president of the United States is not in cognitive decline because they know I wouldn't engage any further with them. I'd just say, have a nice day out of there because he is. And now we have two more examples, which are pretty harrowing, I have to say. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So yesterday, Wednesday, Biden comes to New York City, as we reported, in the middle of the day. Didn't have to do that. He could have come at night when people, the commuters were all back in their homes. No. Comes in a day, creates horror for everybody. He doesn't care. All right. In this now... He makes a statement to the people at the fundraiser, and I'm going to quote it for you. First got elected when I was first elected president. He says, first got elected president. I went to a G7 meeting with seven heads of state in Europe, and I sat down and said, America's back. And the president of France looked at me and said, for how long? And I never thought of it that way. And then Helmut Kohl of Germany looked at me and said, What would you say, Mr. President, if you picked up the London Times tomorrow morning and learned there's a thousand broken down doors of the British Parliament? 
on the way in to deny the next prime minister to take office. And what would you think? Okay. So Helmut Kohl has been dead for four years. <laughs> and Biden is saying he had a conversation with him. All right. He got Kohl mixed up with Angela Merkel. But maybe Joe communes with the dead. That's possible. And you will remember then in Nevada, he did the same thing. I sat down and I said, America is back. And Mitterrand from Germany, I mean from France, looked at me. And Mitterrand has been dead for years. Okay. 1996, I think Mitterrand checked out. He doesn't know what he's saying. He doesn't know. Biden doesn't know. Now, in any other situation, I would be sympathetic to the senior citizen who's totally lost it, who is in cognitive decline. I wouldn't be making fun of them. I wouldn't be disparaging them. But this is the president of the United States. And you wonder why he's not doing a pre-Super Bowl interview? He doesn't know who's alive and who isn't alive. Now, if it's one slip of the tongue, okay. But what do we got, 100 of them? How many more do you need? So then the question becomes, if you, the American citizen, or anybody you know, pulls a lever for a person in cognitive decline, what kind of a citizen are you? This is insane. Now, if you don't want to vote for Trump, don't vote for him. Just go down ticket. Vote for your congresspeople and senators or government, who's ever up. But you cannot vote for Joe Biden. Does everybody understand my point here? Okay. So the Biden administration did something good. I don't know if Joe knew about it or not, but they droned a guy in Baghdad, Iraq, who was working in the Iranian military and who they say, the Pentagon says, was responsible for the killings of three Americans in Jordan. Well, he's dead, this guy. All right. I applaud that. I wrote Killing the Killers. I know as much about this as anybody on the face of the earth. So you'll remember, and this is featured in Killing the Killers, that Soleimani, the head of the Islamic Revolutionary Guard, was killed on January 3rd, 2020. Okay? And Trump did that. Here's how MSNBC reacted to Trump killing Soleimani. Go. Um, Ambassador Rice, I've spoken with a number of experts and former um, administration officials, particularly from the Obama administration since this airstrike. And I have been surprised um, that so many of them uniformly have said that we should now consider ourselves to be on a war footing, uh, that we should basically perceive ourselves to be in a war now um, with Iran based on this act by the Trump administration. And we'll get to Susan Rice later. So Maddow is basically saying, well, we're in a war. No, it shouldn't happen. He's provoking a war. Nothing happened like that. Okay. So right after the same thing happened, but it was the Biden administration that did it, here's MSNBC. 
What is your sense here in the now weeks since those three American service members were killed about the response from the United States, about these acts of retaliation, including that targeted strike inside Baghdad on a single vehicle that took out this leader of Hezbollah? The administration has done the right thing, trying to use proportional force and gradually ratcheting up as we continue to see attacks coming, not only from uh, the Hezbollah cadres, uh, but also these uh, militant groups. No, it's okay now. It's the same exact thing. Back then, under Trump, it was war, we're at war. And now, oh, proportional is the right thing to do. So my question is, how can anybody watch this stuff? How? I, I don't know. I really can't answer that question. Zombies, I guess. All right, there's a lot of things going on in Congress, but I don't have any resolutions for you. They may have another vote on Mayorkas impeachment. I hope they don't. It's a waste of time. They got their point across. Republicans have embarrassed the Biden administration. Everybody knows Mayorkas is incompetent. You're not going to get him convicted in the Senate, so why bother with this anymore? That's my opinion on it. All right, now we have uh, uh, separate bills to provide assistance to Ukraine, to Israel, and to Taiwan. Okay, I hope they pass. We need to help those three countries. I hope they pass. Whether they're going to pass or not, I don't know. Okay, and then the new border security bill, it's dead, but it might be resurrected in some way, shape, or form. We're watching that. What is underway, and we can tell you with authority what is happening, is the Supreme Court hearing whether Colorado has the right to keep Donald Trump off the ballot in that state. The initial reporting is all Supreme Court's going to wax Colorado. Now, the Wall Street Journal wrote an editorial today, hopes it's 9 nothing. I can't imagine it'll be 9 nothing Because Sotomayor, I... And the newest one, Brown. So I think it's going to be seven to two or maybe six to three. But there's no way Colorado is going to keep him off the ballot or Maine or anybody else. So that's my opinion. But I think you can take it to the bank. I'll be embarrassed if, if I'm wrong. That's for sure. That decision has to be made in the next couple of weeks because Super Tuesday is coming up. All right, here is a report from Daily Caller News Foundation. This is a conservative group. And it says, according to Customs and Border Protection data, 30,000 migrants have been flagged as security risks in the last 15 months. 30,000. Sounds right, right, when you say? Based on what we know, the attacks on the police by the migrants in New York City and around the country, 10% of the migrants that have crossed over to the United States are evil because 10% of every group is evil. Why would the migrants be different? And that's a conservative estimate. Some people go 15, 20. I think that's a little high. So we have now, because over the open border, at least 10 million foreign nationals under Biden, and there were more before Biden. So that's a million people, miscreants, running around this country, doing damage. A million. 
that shouldn't be here. And Biden let him in. So I'm going to update you. Border Patrol caught 172 individuals. All right. Last year, we haven't got an update yet this year, um, who are on terror watch list. Oh, that's frightening, isn't it? Big number. Under Trump, uh, the number, I think, was 16, 16, 15. Okay, Gallup poll, blacks and Hispanic voters, 12,145 adults. Question, in politics as of today, do you consider yourself a Republican, Democrat, or independent? Okay, non-Hispanic white voters. 38% lean Democrat, non-Hispanic whites, okay? Non-Hispanic blacks, 66% lean Democrat. Hispanic adults, 47% lean Democrats. Now, the black number is down 5% in two years. So, and the Hispanic number is down 3%. So there's a little shift in the minority community over to the GOP. Second question, Republican, non-Hispanic white adults, 54% of whites lean Republican. Non-Hispanic black adults, just 19% lean Republican. Hispanic adults, 35%. That's up two points from two years ago. Interesting demographic study. I believe that to be accurate, by the way. I believe that's accurate. Okay, so this coming Tuesday, uh, we have the George Santos election in my district, where I am right now, 3rd Congressional District, Long Island, uh, New York. And um, it's a tight race between Democrat Tom Suozzi, who I've known for decades, went to the same high school. I mean, he's younger than I am, but known him for a long time. And Mozzie Phillip, the immigrant from Israel running on the Republican ticket. So Mazi's people, her political action committee, buy a Super Bowl ad, which is a colossal amount of money. I think it's $7 million for 30 seconds. Go. Can you afford Tom Suozzi in Congress? In Washington, he proposed a new $450 billion tax hike to support Joe Biden's liberal agenda. As Nassau County Executive, Swazi raised taxes by hundreds of millions of dollars. And to top it off, Swazi pocketed a $65,000 pay raise for himself. Tom Swazi, soft on illegal immigration, but tough on taxpayers. Secure NYS PAC is responsible for the content of this advertising. Now, why is this important? Because if Swazi were to win, the Republican majority in the House would shrink to, I think, four. So this is big. That's why the Republicans are spending the $7 million to buy the Super Bowl ad. It's not going to, I don't know how much it's going to influence the actual vote, because remember, only people who live in the third district, like me, can vote. Okay, so you can, you're going to play it all over the world, but there's a sliver of people who can vote. And again, that election is Tuesday. We'll have the results for you and analysis on Wednesday. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at luckylandslots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Child USA petition. Now, this is a tough one for me. Let me explain this to you. The primary motivator for attacks on children is social media. The vile, hateful, abusive stuff on social media Sex trafficking, child porn, you know what it is. Is as evil as anybody has ever seen in the world. That's how bad this is. And it allows these people who do this free reign to get it out there. The social media companies who put it on their websites are protected from being sued by law. Because they say, well, we didn't do it. We're third party, so we, you can't hold us responsible. I think you can. I don't like the lawsuit culture that we have in this country. It's corrupt. That anybody at any time can be sued for anything, and you're guilty as soon as that suit is filed. I don't like that. But here, we need to change the law. So a group called uh, Child USA Petition, we put it up on BillOReilly.com, I've signed it, um, is demanding that Congress pass new laws that hold the social media companies, all right? And you saw it with Zuckerberg's testimony, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, whatever it may be. They can be sued and charged criminally if they traffic in this child abuse stuff. We got to do it. We have to do it because AI is next. And with artificial intelligence, what they're going to do is going to have images of children and they're going to say, well, it's not a real kid. And the most vile stuff in the world is going to happen to that image, AI. But you can't prosecute me because it's not a real kid. No. No. So there's either civilization or there's not. And if we as a society in the United States cannot protect our children from the social media, then we don't have a civilization anymore. So I hope you go to uh, BillOReilly.com. I hope you sign the Child USA uh, petition. And uh, we're going to put heavy pressure 
on Congress to pass these laws. And you know who's in the forefront of this? And I want to congratulate him. Senator Lindsey Graham of South Carolina. And there are Democrats, too. But Graham has really been on this for a number of years. You should know that. All right. The other thing we have on BillOReilly.com in the smart life category is tomorrow, February 9th, is National Cut the Cord Day. Now, I cut the cord in my Suffolk County residence out on the east end of Long Island because it was ridiculous. I don't watch a lot of TV um, for recreation. I have to have access to it for information. So I pay way, way too much to get access to what C-SPAN. And, you know, I got to have the ability to when something breaks to see a variety of stuff that's happening. But out in the East End, I said enough. So I sliced it in half. Here uh, in Nassau County, I have the full boot. But it's, it's crazy. The expense is crazy. So tomorrow's National Cut to Cord Day. And if you use your uh, premium and BillOReilly.com uh, concierge memberships, you'll get just as much information. Because we have it for you round the clock. I mean, I'm funneling things in there. My staff's funneling things. In. We're right on it. So you don't need to pay all this money for these services, most of which are not honest in the first place. So I, w- I want to let you that. Premium and concierge membership on BillOReilly.com is worth it 10 times what you pay. And we keep it very low, as you know. And you get a free book, which pretty much offsets everything. The other thing is that um, I do have interviews with both Tom Swazi and Mozzie Phillip, if you are interested in this Santos District thing, posted on BillOReilly.com. You can watch free. Not to be any membership. You can go on there and watch both of them and how they held up when I was interrogating them. Smart life. All right. Across the country, a record amount of Americans can no longer afford their rent. And I assume this might apply to mortgages as well. So the recommended maximum payment, all right, if you're making a certain amount of money, according to the Harvard Center for Housing Studies, is 30% of your gross pay. So you're making 100 grand, 30,000 goes to your mortgage or rent a year. That's the recommended deal. You're above that, you're in trouble. You don't have enough money to do the other things. Because in New York, California, Massachusetts, the high tax states, they take so much out of your take-home pay, you're gonna get in debt. So, 30, uh, 22.4 million renter households are spending more than 30%, record high. Uh, how about, you happy in your life? Gallup poll, uh, 1,011 adults across the board, even politically. In general, are you satisfied or dissatisfied the way things are going in your personal life at this time? Satisfied 78%, dissatisfied 20, no opinion, 2 are you, and then various degrees of satisfaction, very satisfied, 47%, somewhat, 31, dissatisfied, 11, very dissatisfied, 9. Okay, so what does this say? It says America is the greatest country on earth. 
If you got 78% of your population satisfied with their personal lives, that's a pretty good number. I, I'll tell you what. You go to China, Russia, Iran, <laughs> not, you're not going to get that. Even in Europe, you're not going to get that. Not that. Right? And why? Because we have the ability to pursue happiness still, despite all the chaos, all the nonsense, all the progressive left intrusion. It's still there. And hopefully in November, we'll wipe these people out and get a responsible government. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. As the nation gears up for another election season, tune to the first TV for the best coverage on television. Get an exclusive inside look at the American political machine with Sean Spicer at 7. Unmatched analysis and historical perspective from Bill O'Reilly at 8. Then a bold, unapologetic take from Jesse Kelly at 9. It's must-see TV in primetime every night on The First TV. Watch The First on DirecTV Channel 347, Uverse Channel 1220, or DirecTV Stream. This month in history. So um, this is the final Super Bowl interview. I've done one with Trump. One with Obama. This was happened on February 2nd, 2014. Okay? The setup is that the Benghazi attack, you remember, four Americans killed, including Christopher Stevens, U.S. ambassador to Libya, by Islamic terrorists. But when the incident happened, all right, in September of 2012, the Obama administration said it wasn't organized terrorism that caused it. It was a videotape put out by a far-right nut from Florida. That turned out to be false. Here's what Susan Rice said. But based on the best information we have to date, what our assessment is as of the present is in fact what it began spontaneously in Benghazi uh, as a reaction to what had transpired some hours earlier in Cairo, where, of course, as you know, uh, there was a, a violent protest outside of our embassy mm -hmm. uh, sparked by this uh, hateful video. So she's pushing the video thing. So when I sat down with Barack Obama for the pre-Super Bowl interview on February 2nd, 2014, here's what happened. All right. Libya, a House Armed Services testimony. General Carter Hamm, you know, the general, yes, security in Africa. He testified that on the day that the ambassador was murdered and the three other Americans, all right, he told Secretary Panetta it was a terrorist attack. Shortly after Ham, General Ham said that, Secretary Panetta came in yeah. to you. Yeah. Did he tell you, Secretary Panetta, it was a terrorist attack? You know, what he told me was that there was an attack on our compound. He didn't, he didn't use the word terror? You know, in, in the heat of the moment, Bill, what folks are focused on is what's happening on the ground. Do we have eyes on it? How can we make sure our folks are yeah, secure? But I just want to get this so, on the record. Did I, he tell you it was a terror attack? Bill, and what I'm, I'm answering your question. What he said to me was, we've got an attack on our compound. We no don't terror know yet. attack. We don't know yet 
who's doing it. Understand by definition, Bill, when somebody is attacking our compound, yeah. that's an act of terror, which is how I characterized it the day the after it happened. So the, so the question ends up being, who in fact was attacking us? But it's more than and, that, and though, that, because of we, Susan Rice. No, it, it's more than that, because as Susan Rice goes out and tells the world that it was a spontaneous demonstration no. off a of videotape, but your, your no. commanders and the Secretary of Defense know it's a terror attack. No, Bill, just Bill, as an American, Bill, I'm just and, confused. And I'm, and, and I'm trying to explain it to you if you want to listen. The fact of the matter is, is that people understood at the time something very dangerous was happening that we were focused on making sure that we did everything we can could to protect them. In the aftermath, what became clear was that the security was lax, that not all the precautions uh, that needed to be taken were taken, and both myself and Secretary Clinton and others indicated as much. But at the moment, when these things happen, Bill, on the other side of the world, it's the people, fog of people, war. That's, people don't know at the very moment exactly why something like this happens. How about that, huh? That was the pre-Super Bowl interview. I got to give Obama credit for standing up to me. You know, Biden's not doing it, and he'd do a powder puff. CBS do a powder puff interview with him. Um, anyway, I thought you'd like to remember that. No mail today. I'm going to go right to the website uh, confronting the president's huge pre-order. Uh, we do not bill you until we ship it to you. Get online, get it first, out September 10th. You'll get it in late August. Um, probably my best book. There it is. Now, all the killing books are bundled, all 13 of them. And if you are a premium or concierge, remember you get a big discount. Take advantage of that discount. You can give them away or have a nice library, okay? And finally, Killing Crazy Horse, we got a big order on that. So it's just $12.95, one of our best books. And you will learn an enormous amount about how the West was won or lost, depending on your point of view. $12.95. Word of the day, do not be a quake buttock. Q-U-A-K-E-B-U-T-T-O-C-K. I have never heard a human being use that word. But it's a legitimate word, quake buttock. Back with the Super Bowl in a moment. Okay, here is the Super Bowl analysis. So you got the Kansas City Chiefs, brilliant organization, versus the San Francisco 49ers, 6.30 Sunday night. All right? 68 million Americans are going to bet your own money, 23 billion dollars on the game 23 billion will be bet on this game that's why the nfl is so popular because so many people bet on it and then they want to watch it okay i'm not betting a game i'm pretty good at that i won nine out of ten of my bets uh this season but i don't like all this gambling i don't like jamie fox running around telling you to gamble I don't think it's good for kids. I, I think people are making very hard to beat the spread in the NFL. Very hard. I get it 90% this year, but I only bet selectively. I would not bet this game. Okay, the teams are even. They are even. So when that happens, it's who turns the ball over. One tip. 
The Kansas City Chiefs have a running back named Pacheco. If he gets more than 80 yards on the ground, Kansas City should win because that keeps the ball away from San Francisco, which has good offense. Okay? I like this quarterback, Brock Purdy. He might be a kid of destiny here. So I'm guessing that San Francisco is going to win, but I'd never bet it in a million years. Now, Vegas, where the game is, is going to derive about 500 million bucks from this. And that doesn't even count the slot machines and all the gambling that'll go on. All right. The NFL, the tickets are now selling for $10,000 a piece. (laughs) $10,000. Apparel, food, drinks at home, all of that estimated to be $17 billion. So everybody's stocking in the pizza, the sandwiches for the American economy. This is the ultimate example of capitalism in the world. Talking about the world, uh, 56 million foreign nationals watch the Super Bowl now. That's a big increase. So American football is replacing soccer as the premier sporting entertainment around the world. Anyway. Uh, I hope you have a good time. Uh, We are going to watch the game here in New York. Uh, I went last year. Uh, This year, I'm just too busy. It's just too crazy. I couldn't get out there. And Vegas, ah, you know, next year is in New Orleans. Much more interesting city than Vegas. Um, We'll see. But I want you to have a good time. I want you to relax. Forget about politics for a little while. I really appreciate you watching and listening on the radio to the No Spin News. New column on Sunday, right before the Super Bowl. And we'll see you on Monday. Okay, here's the situation. Our daughter Mia is leaving for her first sleepover. We have friends coming to stay, and we just got a puppy. So I go on Instacart and solve everything in one order from Kohl's. Fun PJs for Mia. Oh, new bedding for the guest room. And a vacuum cleaner that actually picks up pet hair all delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. With Kohl's on Instacart, there's no such we can't fix. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum order. Additional terms apply.